Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> Welcome back to Jesus Turn It Up. Today, we have a very special guest, a good friend of mine, comes from Urbandale, Iowa. Can't remember his last name, honestly. It's cool. But his name is Isaac. Yeah, it's it's okay, because I don't even go by my last name on my <laughs> podcast. Yeah, I, yeah, I just... For my podcast, it's just like, hey, it's Isaac William Joseph. And so, yeah, it's probably why you didn't know my last name is because it's not on social media. <laughs> I, I don't I don't say it publicly almost ever. And so, yeah, it's it's not your fault. It's long and complicated anyways. But uh, you said you said this podcast is called what? Jesus Turn It Up. OK, OK. What happened to come to the table? Come to the table is the title. Of is the, the, uh, oh, the title of the part one yeah, and the part, part two. Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm so ignorant to this whole You're thing. You're good. You're good. Uh, but yeah, uh, can you... So this is the part two. Part two. Glaze for me. Just what you talked about in part one. So I don't want to get a little bit repetitive on this. For sure. I talked about... Um, I talked about the LGBTQ and how, how it's wrong, but how Jesus still invites us to come to his table, invites us that we are all sinners saved by grace, invites us into kind of this repentance heart. Um, and honestly that our, Identity is not in our orientation. Our identity is not in, um, not even in what other people think about us or or how they view us. And I, I talked about how when it comes to the LGBTQ and even just sin in general, like a lot of that stems from an identity crisis of how people don't know their identities. People don't know really who they are. And so they're searching for something more mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so i wanted to ask you like what does it look like to love people that are different people that are a part of for example the lgbtq like what what have you done to love these people well so the lgbtq um it's one of those super complex topics for me because it's always something that I'm always thinking of, like, new ideas about on this angle or that angle. Because, uh, like, it's something that I equally struggle with when it comes to, like, a lot of other religious topics that are also intertwined with being a political topic, you know? Uh, like uh, gun violence mm. and uh, abortion and stuff like that. Well, yeah. We're not going to talk about that today. <laughs> um, but uh, let's see. The way I... You see, I think God talked to me a few days ago this perfect analogy on how uh, we should be treating people that are different, which is, one, treat them like they're not different because all God's children are equal, right? Yeah. Um, but also, this is what came across my mind the other day is this perfect comparison. Because we know that the Bible says what it says about LGBTQ individuals and, and such, but 
you you gotta it's like having a child that maybe isn't in the sport that you wanted them to be in Mm. or in the the line of work that you wanted them to be in see you can fully support and love someone without exactly liking what they do liking Mm. the decisions that they make wow because it's still like you're my son well that could easily be like hey you're my friend you you're gonna do you and you're gonna know how i feel about you doing you but just know that i love you and i support you and i feel like that that's uh that's the that's the the support that's a word that really gets foggy especially in the month of june Mm. you know like it's pride month right and i i feel like there's like very little gray area that is accepted and it's either you're on the white or the black side which is uh if you do not absolutely love this then it's called hate and Mm. i don't i don't believe that I, i don't i feel like people are trying to milk hate out of something that is anything other than agreeance you know yeah i think it's like i think it's like this idea in our culture if you if you disagree with me you hate me yeah like if you disagree with me you hate me and if i look at the bible and i look at jesus's life my guy disagreed with a lot of people yeah like, <laughs> almost a, my a guy, lot of people that he my guy disagreed with a lot of people and yet he still loved them mm-hmm. i think i don't even know where the idea of like oh i disagree with you and i hate you like i think that's part of cancel culture and I, the god that i serve the god that we serve isn't a part of cancel culture <clears throat> and when we when we talk about cancel culture it's like oh yeah i disagree with you with one thing i'm gonna burn the bridge i'm gonna cut you out of my life to say that that's what we're called to do mm, i i don't think so because i think we can disagree and still love yeah yeah and uh you know sometimes i just think about the topic of lgbtq as a whole it just so innately human because in the eyes of god all sin is the same but because of our human nature we treat things bigger than others yeah and it's almost like we can't help it like telling your kid that santa claus exists it's super hard to grasp that that's a huge sin but uh yeah it's just it's what i keep saying to myself is the bible is it's like this huge godly interpretation and we as human minds are trying to figure it out on a godly level, which is almost impossible. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just, it's going to be, LGBTQ+, plus for me, 
is just going to be one of those topics that will probably always uh, evolve in how I look at it and how I accept it and what I don't like about it and what I do like about it. And um, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, I don't, it, it's always such a super difficult thing to talk about, but I cred you. I cred you for wanting to talk about this, brother. Thank you. I, it's just not, I don't feel like it's talked about in church. I feel like it is in a way, but also like the idea of it, it's like, oh, LGBTQ is wrong. But I ask myself this a lot, like if somebody that was the LGBTQ, if somebody came into my church all right, like, I want to be a pastor, so I, I have all these questions about church culture. If somebody came into my church that I was pastoring, that I was a senior pastor at, and somebody like that, or, like, even a homeless man, like, a homeless man comes in, LGBT <laughs> comes in, um, would that person feel loved? Would that person feel accepted? Would that person, like want to come back to my church or would that person feel like an outsider? Well, I first think that anybody who is, of course, uh, very not typical, like very atypical to what is believed to be a Christian. Like I, I say that anybody, uh, like of the LGBTQ willingly to uh, willingly deciding to go to a church and walk inside that building no know, knowing what I mean I guess whatever idea of a Christian or Christianity they have in their head mm-hmm. and they walk in there I think every single time that happens on this earth is a miracle wow I I, I truly believe yeah. that and I I think. God is already with them if they are already if they are trying to make a push like that because that is such a significant step especially for those who definitely feel down on themselves about how how they feel mm. and for them to walk inside of a church there I, I feel like there is a level of them that is ready to be open mm. and listen and I feel like if that ever happened to you in your church, definitely make them feel loved, which you're pretty good at that. <laughs> I, I think so. I think so. I try, man. Um, I try. But uh, I feel like at least in that moment in time, it wouldn't be as difficult as you could probably observe it on the surface. Mm. Because if, if, if someone's walking in a church willingly, they're already asking, hey, what's this guy yeah. guy about? I, I truly believe that. Mm. Not like, oh, mom said we got to go to church, so we got to go to church. Not like that. Someone alone. Yeah. Or someone and one other friend. And they're both equally lost. It's, that is definitely a golden opportunity. Mm. And see, I think... From how excited we're getting about an opportunity like that just shows how false a certain narrative is 
over how hated the LGBTQ community is, especially comparison, comparison, comparison in religion, right? Yeah. Because I, I feel like there are Christians, especially you, buddy. I, I really like you and, and what you're doing. Um, and then the, embodim- the embodiment of what people think are Christians and what people think Christians act like in just all of these negative things and very, very strict things and but like it's not that at all and that's that's reality. That's fact for a lot of people. That's fact in what a lot of people believe is mm. uh, Christian walks, which is could be a mindset taken from atheists. And could be a mindset taken from Christians who are super, super worried about what they're doing every single day, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. Maybe I got off on, like, a little tangent there. But, uh, sorry, I keep I keep touching your guitar. You're good. You can put it down. Yeah, I'm gonna move this over. <laughs> but, dude, I, I think... I think that the view of Christianity and how it views LGBTQ is 100% in our hands. Mm. Say that again for the people in the back. Dude, dude, I think not a lot of Christians remember to be Christian when dealing with things that make them uncomfortable. Wow. I, I truly think that it's really up to us the new generation of accepting people. Yeah, yeah, people. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a believer in embracing tradition. There For are, sure. There are a lot of traditions in Christianity <clears throat> and loving Jesus that you should definitely do. For sure. But I feel like this new generation of peeps that love Jesus, love God, I feel like we're on the... I, th- I feel like we are on a good track for having a more of a safe space for folks like that. Mm. Because, you know, in the Bible it says, come as you are. Well, look at the words around that, and, you know, it obviously explains how God will change you. Yeah. And the changing part is, that's a, that's a... That is a problem that people struggle with whether or not you're struggling with homosexuality. For sure. Whether or not you're struggling with being yeah. transgender. Okay? Absolutely. The changing part is a struggle on guys like you and me. Yeah. Like, like in the eyes of God, say, saying that you're transgender every single day is no different than watching porn every single day. Yeah, I just... I just feel like it's put on a pedestal. It's it's because of our human nature. We treat things bigger. Mm-hmm. We treat things bigger and we can't help it. But, uh, yeah, I feel like, yeah, I, I think <laughs> a big point that I, I appreciate you for recognizing, uh, a big point that I really want to put on us is that is actually in Christians' hands. Mm. God-loving people's hands. On how LGBTQ is viewed. Yeah, because like, or the, like, what if we're the only Jesus to those people? 
Yeah. You know, like, they may never step foot in a church, and going to church is not the end goal. Following Jesus and discipleship is the end goal. Yeah, and that's actually what I really, really like what you're doing. You see, guys, Noah and I had a cool chat before we did this. Of course, we didn't just walk in and start recording. (laughs) Uh, No, I think what you're doing, bro, the goal of just wanting to know Jesus more in general, I feel like that's just going to evolve you inside and out from how we should treat others and how we should treat ourselves and how we should, of course, treat our relationship with Jesus. Because I think, I think people who know Jesus treat people of the LGBTQ with nothing but heart, mm. nothing but love. Yeah. And... Like, like, if you truly know Jesus, then you're going to treat people like Jesus would. Exactly. That's, that's it. You know him, so you can at least be a shadow of him. Because you could never be him. But you can at least give people a taste of what his actions I'll are. I'll say it a better way. Yeah, like your, yeah. Your reflection of Jesus is a direct reflection of how you treat people. Yeah. Like, like how you treat people is a direct reflection of how you treat Jesus. If you're mm-hmm. mad at Jesus, you're probably mad at people. Yeah. And, and vice versa. Like, you know, if you're mad at people, you're probably mad at God for something in your life, whether it's the LGBTQ or not. Like, you're typically mad at God because you got hurt. And, like, God isn't, like, I don't think God's mad at you. I think God's mad at the sin. Um... And I think, like, oftentimes we we don't allow ourselves to fully embrace God or Jesus the way he wants us, the way he wants to embrace us. And a lot of the times that that's where holes and gaps, like, I'm not saying the LGBTQ is a gap, but a lot of the times it is, like, a hole that we're just trying to fill. You know, I mean, yeah, it's like it's a different playing field. Yeah. Like no matter how we hash it. It's just a very different situation. And compared to, you know, literally all time, the idea of LGBTQ is still kind of at least on the forefront. Brand new. We're still figuring out how to handle it, you know. I mean, there was homosexuals in the Bible. I mean, not like yeah. There's. I feel like being gay. Being gay has been around for a long time, but like very long time. Being transgender. Transgender. I feel like like, that's a very. I feel like. I mean, I'm sure there's recordings super old of people that were one gender and then became one other gender. But I feel like when it came to mainstream ideas, I, I feel like this is a, a at, once again, I say compared to the rest of time, which is like millions of years. <laughs> yeah. Of course, this is a newer thing. Right. <laughs> so my bad for sounding a little bit inaccurate there. It's okay. But uh, yeah, I think, yeah, just, just going back. Uh, it's in our hands. You, you feel me, Noah? I feel you. Yeah. 
Okay. So, do you have, like, any other big questions to ask me? Yo. And we're back. We're back. With Noah and Isaac. Let's go. <laughs> Special episode. Am I your first guest? No. Uh, I was second. about to be super honored. You're my second guest. Who was your first? Uh, My guy, Taylor Marshall. He's Taylor like Marshall. a singer, artist. You should look him up on Spotify. Oh, he sounds way cooler than me. He's, he's dope. But uh, <laughs> He's a really good friend of mine. Anyways, uh, let's see. Yeah, so... Noah and I, we did a small discussion uh, after uh, a accidental mishap on recording, <laughs> but it's okay. He learned a thing, so yep. that is great. We're living and he, we're learning in this. He learned that he didn't have, have to do the whole episode in one take. It was great. <laughs> but, yeah, we came to the conclusion that maybe we should get a little bit more in-depth on what it looks like putting it in our hands to show... Or at least clean up this false narrative of LGBTQ versus the church. Yeah. Or not even the church. The people think, of Christ. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, what, what are you... Your brain's spinning a little bit. What are you thinking? Mike? My brain is spinning and it is working. I think... I think the first thing we have to do is... Is when we're trying to love other people we can't I, I think we have to be humble I think we have to be humble in it and not judgmental um, because I think for a very I think it's just a stigma that Christians in general are judgmental and we are not the judge at the end of the day so whatever mistakes people are making we have to love them through that yeah I think something for me personally is I actually have to remind myself about how judgy I can be on mm. accident. Just by default, you know, it's like I've almost wired myself to just be like that. But I, I feel like when I walk into my my work mm. and I love it so much that the process of that slows down because I'm I'm first around by God loving yeah. people and I feel like every day I walk in I'm surrounding by I'm surrounded by what should be the embodiment of the people of Jesus because of how merciful they are, how understanding they are, how many chances they give me when I mess up at work, you know. Yeah. It, and it's just I feel like I'm in a very comfortable space, and I feel like that's how everybody should feel, especially if they would have the courage to, at least what was never previously a Christian, to a curious person walking into a church. Um, sorry, what was I getting at with that? Uh, yeah, I'm just... I need to check myself being judgmental. And I think an issue with myself is that I do get, I get angry mm. a lot um, with just things that I'm just so tired of. But yeah, I, I think those are moments where I got to talk to God more, you know. Um, but, you know, it's things like that, like first admitting what you can be better at and then asking God how you can do it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, in the eyes of 
people of Christ versus LGBTQ, there should never be a versus, first and foremost. And it's just, how do, how do you suppose we should change a narrative that is just so overtaken? Obviously, it's not going to happen any time soon. It's not going to happen quickly. But yeah, how can we start, brother? I think in this, I think in people that are living in sin, <clears throat> I think there's two things that come to mind. I think there's truth, and I think there's love. And I personally tend to be more on the truthful side of things. Of like, oh, this is wrong. This, you need to, you're going to hell. Like, that's just me personally. And Jesus was like the perfect example of truth and love at the same time. Which, like, we can never be that. You think you think being both of those is very difficult? I think being those things at the same time is very difficult. I think because I can be either super, super truthful or I can be super, super loving and be like, oh, tell me your heart, tell me your story, and not have any truth to that. But then, like, that we need to have both ends of the spectrum of, like, you know, if an alcoholic is drinking, you're going to tell them, hey, you need help. You need to go to AA. Mm -hmm. You need this stuff. And in that example, I think that's truth. But I also think it's how you approach that situation. Because if you're just saying you're going to hell for being gay, they're probably not going to come back to you. Mm-hmm. They're probably not going to come back to church. They're probably not like, and so to to say, at first, I, I think you need to build a relationship with this person, that's different than you, that has a different beliefs, um, and then I think you you, it's kind of like cracking an eggshell at that point, you know, you're spending time with this person, you're getting to know this person, you're building trust. And then when you build that trust up, you can you can bring the truth and love. You can you have that relationship. Whether like I I don't know. I mean I, I struggle with it because I'm like, well, like, do I just say the truth and then you know, reap the consequences later? But I'm learning <coughs> to be more compassionate and more loving than just being full of truth. And I think I think it also just depends on the situation and the person. Yeah. Yeah, let's... Uh, There's I a love, lot there. I love your example of an alcoholic drinking. Um, let's twist the example uh, a little bit more on LGBTQ, which I think, yeah, the judgment and the truth and... The truth can be very mixed in with hate, which mm. is exactly why I really like your comparison because hate is, of course, the opposite of love. Yeah. Um, which I think a great approach, which equally overwhelming, but that's just... God is just overwhelming in general. Yeah. You know, God is huge, right. you know, but... Uh, I think a love approach is just saying, hey, friend, this might make you feel uncomfortable with what I'm going to tell you, but I am praying for you. 
Yeah. I'm not praying change upon you. Right. I'm not praying influence upon you. I am praying that maybe you know who God is. Mm. I'm praying that maybe you can get some love in your life. Yeah. Some, some, something new in your life. 100%. Nothing crazy, but a, a seed has been planted. May they water it. Who knows? We don't know. But if you put a good impression on anybody because of God, I think God's going to help them out. At least, at least a little bit. Because I think, I, I, I struggle thinking about something that my pastor said, which is, do you think any of us are smart enough to actively seek God on our own? And I, I, I kind of struggled with that because it's like, I mean, I chose to seek God. Right. But then it's like, well, was that really only my decision? Well, I think, I think there's a lot that plays into that. I think we... There's a lot of variables, I think, in that. I think, at the end of the day, like, God chooses us. Like, I, I believe that God chooses all of us. But then he also gave us a choice. And gave us free will. Absolutely. And so, like, at the end of the day, God can chase after you. God can chase after you. And you can reject him, reject him, reject him. And so, like, dude, like, I think it comes down. Yes, God chooses you. He he, fi- he finds the one out of 99. Like, he, he chooses you. He chooses you individually, for sure. But I think at the end of the day, it's your choice to believe or not yeah see what i say in my bible studies a lot uh at least in one bible study i'm a little bit quiet in the other one because a lot of chiefs not enough indians you know uh, <laughs> uh, what i what i say in one of my bible studies a lot is god cannot control us but he knows exactly how we will react to things around yeah. us yeah god's not like God is a gentleman, and you have to love him in. Yeah. Like, he's not just gonna, like, he's not some, like, thunderous Thor that's, like, mad at you all the time. Like, he's, he's, like, a good father, and you have to love him in. Sorry, that was my boss texting me. My bad. You're good. It's technically related, because, you know, it's a Christian radio station, but it's cool. (laughs) Shout out to Pulse. Shout out to Pulse 101.7, baby. Wow. Uh, But yeah. uh, Sorry, my ADHD brain is kind of like all over. (laughs) Um, But yeah. uh, I definitely think that Christianity as a whole needs to be a little bit softer to the touch. You know what I'm saying? Um, When it comes to inviting. Mm-hmm. Not not when it comes to, like, telling you what's right and wrong. It can, that is not a soft yeah. teaching. But that's also not a first day teaching. Right. You know? Right. That, that, first day teaching is, hey, no matter who you are, yeah. no matter what you love, no, no matter what you do when you're bored, <clears throat> you are loved. Right. And I, I think... 
I think that's what people love to forget in the moment, including myself. Mm. Um, but I, I, I think it's something that is worth practicing. For sure. What do you think? I think, like, I know, I know people all over the spectrum listen to this podcast. And I know that, one, there's mature believers listening to this podcast and then there's people that don't even know the Lord that are far from the Lord that just click on it by happen chance or whatever. And you know what? That's the best part. That's amazing. Because like, the people who listen to this podcast just because they know you. That's cool. Those are the best ones. Yeah. Because it is always nice to have people come on here and agree with what you are saying or maybe even a couple things that I've said. I'm wrong very often, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's 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 great to have a league of, of people, yeah, that are like, hey, what you're speaking is truth. But it's 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 great to be like, hey, no one's got a podcast, let's check it out, and then for you to open their eyes to something completely new is absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. I could never run a podcast like this. <laughs> I, I don't trust myself to know enough about teachings. I, I could not do something like that every single week. Yeah. But it's something that I trust you with, and it's, it's something that I'm very proud that you are doing. Thanks, bro. I just, I'm just trying to be obedient to what God's told me to do. Yeah, bro. Sometimes it doesn't make any sense, or, like, because, like, it doesn't make sense in the practical, but... I've just seen God do a lot through obedience and I'm going to keep going until he tells me to stop. Like Mm -hmm. until he tells me, yo, be done with this podcast. Like, okay, then I'll be done. But (laughs) until he tells me, like, I'm going to keep going. And and, cool. Yeah. Uh, Let's get into, I feel like we've spoken enough about stuff like this. For sure. Right. Let's get into the cute little details about things that I want to know because I'm new here. <laughs> All right. How often do you post? Let Let's advertise you on this on this podcast. <laughs> um, I was posting every other week, but I got off track because of like just traveling. Um, yeah. And so I'm trying to get back onto it. I, I I'm gonna about to be posting two today, <laughs> which has never happened in history. So are you, are you logging episodes? Is that it? So like you store them for later? I store them for later. Perfect. Perfect. You are already doing all of the right things for podcasting. Yeah. So, so, uh, you post every other week on what day? Typically they were coming out every Tuesday, every Tuesday they were coming out and it was just like, but again, I got off track a little bit, but yeah, we're going to get back on it. It's it's great to find your mark early, but it's okay to find it later. Yeah. I, I, one day, you will be like, yep, it comes out every other Wednesday. <laughs> something like that. You know? Yep. And, and I, I would love, you know, every other Wednesday would be perfect because I, I would show my homies from Bible study, hey, this came out today because we're every other Wednesday. But uh, that's just my own little mm, personal. Probably thing. be every other Tuesday. <laughs> but, uh... <clears throat> So, uh, have you, like, fully explained what, uh, 
you is about and where we can find your podcast and when it will come out and all that stuff? Um, or, or have every has every episode just been like record content? Do these people know your name, Noah? People know my okay. name. Okay. <laughs> people Good. know my name. Um, I I try to share it to like Instagram and Facebook and stuff like that. Um, I mean, I'll be definitely sharing this whenever you put it out. Sweet. Yeah. Um, Dude, I would love to, as a fellow podcaster and especially a fellow believer in Christ, I would love to push you to the moon. So you can get a whole 16 listeners like we do. <laughs> yeah, bro. I I think I have over 100 listeners. That's sick. Like, I thought it was going to be like maybe two. Maybe two. Like when I first started this whole thing, I thought it was going to be like two pod, two listeners. Boy, look at you having and a then, dedicated fan base um, already. I have like, it's like 100 or so. That, that is like awesome. I listened to them all and it's like crazy and... <laughs> I thought I was going to get, like, two, honestly. Because I was yeah. just like, this is... I don't know what I'm really doing. And so, to get... I mean, you sound like you're doing it right. <laughs> sound like you're doing it right, brother. <laughs> to get over... 50, to get over 20 was, like, a lot. And I was just like, dang. And then to get over 50 was like, what the heck? And then, like, it just keeps going up. And people randomly text me and be like, yo, I listened to one of your episodes, bro. And I'm just like... Yo, I've never sent it to you. I never even talked about it with you. Like, how the heck do you know about this? And so, like... That, that'll definitely be a thing. For me, numbers have never been a thing, but... Because it's always been about people. And so, like... I don't care who listens to it. I just want people to ultimately know Jesus and more about culture and cool. and more more about, like the bible and more about hard topics because i know i go to church and i'm just like yo there's so much more that needs to be talked about that's not talked about absolutely and so what better way what better influence that god's given me to just say hey listen like here's how here's here's practically how i've dealt with some of this here's 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 what's going on like and like because it, it is publicized, I try to, like, practice what I preach, whether that's, like, because there's a podcast coming up about gluttony, and that's, like, a huge struggle of mine. And so, like, before it comes out, like, the Lord has just been like, yo, you got to practice what you preach. And it's been, like, it's been so hard, honestly. Yeah. But every podcast that comes out, I, I pray about what to talk about. I pray about who to come on the show, not the show, the podcast. Um, and I like pray about what to talk about. And in that context, there's a lot of thinking, planning, and praying. It's like preparing a whole message, basically. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's why I could not do your kind of podcast because <laughs> that's okay I, that that did that is a lot of planning and on my podcast sometimes we just talk about what happened in the week <laughs> yeah <know>? bro yeah <laughs> and it's not that great but uh hey i thank you forever for having me on this podcast what's your podcast called okay can i can i do an ultimate plug for sure okay yeah uh 
Once again, my name is Isaac William Joseph. Uh, so, uh, if you want to know more about my radio station and me, it's Pulse 1017, 101.7. Uh, that's the radio station. I, I don't know why I'm, like, hesitating. That's, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> but uh, Pulse1017.com is where you can find all the information on the radio station. Uh, but if you want to hear me on the station, uh, I am... 10 to 12 on Wednesdays, Fridays, Mondays. I am 7 to 9 on <clears throat> uh, Sundays. And those are all PM times, okay? I don't, I don't do mornings. <laughs> I don't do mornings. But, uh, uh, yeah, that's the professional side to me. The semi-professional uh, other side of me is, uh, well... First off, I'm a writer, so I have thescaldstone.com that has basically my entire portfolio of things that I do. But as my good friend Noah has said, uh, possible future, uh, for sure future guest, because, see, we're not doing guests right now because the basement's a mess and, you know, see, see, please, if you have ever at all, hi, Noah's wife. Nope, almost. Hi. Dude, if you are at all embarrassed of this room, please don't. It looks immaculate compared to our studio not, right now. I'm not, I'm not embarrassed at all. Good, good. Be proud that you're doing this at all. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can find me on the Too Many Words podcast. Found on Spotify, YouTube, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Uh so yeah, wherever it is readily available to you, those are the the top four sources at least. But yeah, it's just my friend and Jordan. We we talk about literally whatever we want. Uh, Jordan, he's got a he's kind of got a potty mouth, but it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Um, but yeah, the Too Many Words podcast is where you can find me, and you know, hopefully we can have Noah on the podcast sometime this year. So yeah, thanks for listening. Bye-bye.